Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. Money. DIY Money. Hey, happy Thanksgiving for those of you that are listening to this at the time that it comes out, because it'll come out on Wednesday before Thanksgiving, correct? Nope. <laughs> this is whatever the episode that people are listening hope to right now. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. <laughs> After Thanksgiving. Yeah, hope you had a great Thanksgiving. But wait a... Way to keep on top of it. I, what, what, did, what do you mean? It's a week. Uh, we're, what are we, two weeks? We're that, we're that ahead of the game? So we just recorded an episode that's going to come out on Wednesday, and this episode is going to come out on the Sunday after Following that Wednesday. Sunday. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. <laughs> it was great. Uh, mine was wonderful. It was really nice. Get the family together. Couldn't have anybody else in the house, but, you know, whatever. That's good. But, hey, if you delayed it, happy Thanksgiving whenever you celebrate. Yeah. All right. Um, Do you have a good Thanksgiving, Daniel? Probably. <laughs> I'll let you know soon. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's do some housekeeping odds and ends. Hit us up on the Insta, DIY.money. Subscribe to that YouTube channel. You get some uh, behind the scenes. Last episode, I, I mangled my finger in our little uh It's more extreme thing. every time you tell a story. It's I almost been like lost five a minutes. finger. I, it was bad. I mean, I'm surprised there wasn't blood all over the table. It was ugly. Last week, I hit myself in the face with this thing. It was absurd. Workers' comp is going to be angry we got a clobber. It's awful. Anyways, um, you can check us out on YouTube. Just search DIY Money. Share that with your friends and family. Subscribe. Hit that like button. Whatever. I hear that my kids, they, they're listening to. My kid has a new YouTube channel. He's really? He's gone through like 12 YouTube channels. That gaming he produces channels, or channel. watches? Yeah. And this is his best one. This is his best one. It's is like, he up to 100 subscribers? Uh, 55. Man, he's coming in hot on us. Yeah, I can't tell you exactly what it is or I'd put it out there and try to be hysterical for the whole DIY tribe. Just like blew him up. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be funny. Anyways, um, but we are on YouTube. It's a lot of fun. And we do have the Facebook tribe rocking and rolling. So I know a lot of you still out there are on Facebook like me. And uh, we've got a good crew going. So just search the DIY tribe. We'll let you in there. And there's some good there's some good stuff going on in there. Um, I already mentioned your Insta page, right? DIY.money. All right, let's go. We've got a question from Caleb today regarding uh, pensions. Further uh, discussion on pensions. We had one last episode. We got another one. So, Caleb, what do you got? DIY! Hi, DIY Money. This is Caleb. I am a part of the Texas Teachers Retirement System through my work. And this system provides an annuity upon retirement. They currently take a little bit over 6% of our paycheck. Uh, I was wondering how should I consider this annuity as part of my overall retirement investment strategy. Thank you. All right. Um, admittedly, I didn't realize how closely this question was to the last one. So uh, maybe this won't air immediately after Thanksgiving and you're listening to this around Christmas time going, what the heck are they talking about? But clearly it's on people's minds. It is. It is. Uh, and there were some other ones that literally in the subject line said, you know, pension questions or pension, you know, annuity questions and so forth. A lot of pensions out there still. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's define something. Uh, I think that's always important. Uh, I, I'm saying that because I had somebody who said, yeah, sometimes I don't understand really what you're talking about and that's no good. We do not want that. Uh, unlike Charles in the last episode, he said pension. Uh, Caleb has says had said annuity, um, and they can be synonymous. 
they can also be quite a bit different. Uh, annuity actually is a was traditionally used as an adverb to describe continuous payments over the course of one's life. And so the early the earliest history of said annuities in the world was actually the Roman Empire. Roman soldiers would go fight, and after a specific amount of time out in the field, the Roman government would pay them a certain amount of money for the rest of their life. If they died in battle, they would pay their widow or their family. And that was the first recorded um, history of an annuity. Over the years, however, the word annuity and being used as an adverb, again, a defined benefit plan or a defined benefit payment, uh, which ultimately became known as a pension, has turned into a noun and an annuity now is synonymous with a product that is sold by insurance companies uh, to kind of mask as an insurance slash investment product, which we're not big fans of. We don't get a lot of those questions because they're really sold and marketed heavily to older people who are not listening to our podcast. So file that away back in your brain in 20 or 30 years when somebody tries to sell you an annuity. Just do further due diligence. Do significant amount of uh, uh, homework on that. But Caleb referred to it as an annuity because many school systems still call it a TSA or a tax-sheltered annuity. In literally, probably when he opens his statements, he sees TSA, tax-sheltered annuity. And again, what he's referring to is the same thing as our last episode Charles was referring to, which is a teacher's benefit, uh, pension or a defined benefit plan, unlike a defined contribution plan. Now, um, I'm going to just start because I'm just rambling on here. That's fine. Uh, you know, people are going to email us and go, what's the difference between an adverb and a noun now, though? I don't know. I might have butchered it. I'm not the most uh, grammatically correct. English is not my I'm, numbers are good, but English. Uh, a noun's a person, place, or thing, and an adverb that part is I got. a descriptive um, action, is it not? Cool. I, I don't know. Logan, uh, our, our scholar here. Uh, I use Grammarly. We're not sponsored by them, but they make my be. emails sound good. I'm throwing that out there. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm a terrible. I mean, we have an editor for me. My goodness gracious. I'm awful at that stuff. But that's what I think it is, a descriptive act. Cool. Anyhow, term. I got you okay. off. <laughs> yeah, I'm way off track. Welcome here. to the DIY English podcast. <laughs> Stop with the bro talk. <laughs> How's the bougie coffee today? What it's are we good. having? Oh, man, Single. what is it? What? Peru, I think. Oh, yeah? Peruvian blend? I think it's Peruvian. Single malt. The wife got it, yeah. Single, single strand. It's what do good. you call it? Single what? Single origin. Origin. An origin is a place where things come from. Oh, here we go with the grammar again. <laughs> origin. Okay. Noun. Place where... I don't know. Oh, whatever. Here we go. Okay. Anyhow, annuities. TSAs. So back define to... Define <laughs> benefit things. We are going to one day have events around the country because my entire goal with DIY money is for people to really get to know Daniel when he cuts loose. There might be maybe some margaritas involved or something because you wouldn't believe it as I never drink margaritas. As long-term uh, listeners of this podcast, how wild and crazy this guy is. Not, And I'm not meaning like he's running and streaking through the neighborhoods. I just mean his humor is off the charts. But it does take a certain type of environment. It's the hair. We are... <laughs> To wild and crazy guys. What are we talking? Only about? the YouTube people understand. It's got you got great hair. You really do. All right. Logan's um good too. I'm going to I'm going to kind of reiterate what I reiterated with Charles, and that is Caleb, if you can, um I would not 
count on this at all. Uh, I would I would literally in your planning in your DIY money lifestyle, I would say uh, this is you know not going to be there now. It also you you also kind of have this kick, and I don't really I don't know the Texas laws, but as Daniel alluded to before with Charles in Illinois, I don't believe you're paying into Social Security, and therefore you will not be eligible for Social Security. So this would be in in replace in replace of Social Security. But still, I think your long term planning. You don't want to just sit there. Nobody should be sitting there going, well, I'm going to get Social Security or I'm going to get this teacher's retirement so I don't need to plan. Uh, so I would not at all count on that. That being said, I'll tell you, Texas is in great shape <laughs> with their pensions. They're in much better shape than um, Illinois or, you know, Kentucky or whatever. They're in really, really good shape. So will it be there? Yes, it, it will be there in some form or fashion. Should you count on it in your planning? No. As you save, just like Charles, as I was saying earlier, I would save in ancillary vehicles that could provide additional tax benefit for you in the future. That is Roth IRAs or literally like a discretionary investment account where you're looking at owning high quality investments for the long term. So that's your index funds. That's your, you know, ETFs that are concentrated in an index. Again, your basic, your basic investment philosophy for long term um, gains that can ultimately provide potentially tax-favored income for you later on in life. What else you got for him, Daniel? Yeah, now I'm not super familiar with the Texas Teachers Retirement Plan because I've not done a plan for a Texas teacher uh, as of yet, so I've not ever actually seen the statements and so forth. Is it possible that they use a individual annuity for each person, like an individual annuity account? Yeah, absolutely. As opposed to a traditional pension, which lumps everything together, yes. pays it out. So there is a possibility that uh, when Caleb says annuity, that he actually owns an annuity in his name, and then they define a payment based upon that. And then in that case, it's actually less about the state's management of and then the annuity companies met, like... Are they putting his dollars to work correctly? Can they get a return on that investment and actually guarantee the payout and so forth? So there are elements between annuity and pension that might differ. And honestly, I've just never seen the statements. Yep. So I don't know if Texas is different uh, than what we see in other actual state pensions. It's possible. Uh, so that would be one thing to maybe educate yourself on, uh, Caleb, is whether you are in a, you know, a pooled pension or an actual individual annuity product where you uh, are buying that you basically have it through an insurance company of some sort that basically guarantees that. Uh, and then uh, it kind of uh, accrues in an account, specifically in your name, which is tricky because a pension looks like it's in your name. And it is, but it's not. Uh, an annuity is like you own an actual annuity uh, product sort of thing. So uh, sorry, rabbit trail, et cetera. But even if you own an annuity, which says it's going to pay out, again, it does not hurt to have some investments that, that you are doing on your own. Obviously, you do need to figure out if you qualify for Social Security, because if not, you've just pretty much swapped one guaranteed income stream, quotations, air quotations, with another guaranteed income stream. And so if you've only just swapped you know, Social Security with an annuity, then you still have to be saving on your own. If you are eligible for both this annuity and Social Security, will it hurt you to have some savings on your own? No. Uh, can those savings be in Roth or taxable accounts, et cetera, like kind of Quinn talked about? Sure. Uh, you kind of have to figure out what's going to work well for you, but definitely look at it in a comprehensive plan and look at what 
numbers make sense for you to put away. Yes, people who have stable annuities may not have to put away as aggressively. You may not need to put away 10, 15% to a 401k or an individual retirement account. You might be able to bank on some of that annuity being there. But it has it ever bit somebody in the back that they got to 50, 55, 60 and were like, man, I wish I didn't save so much for retirement. Now I can retire at 60 and travel. This is horrible. I've yet to do a plan for somebody who said that. It's simple. Um, don't count on it. <clears throat> Save and invest accordingly. Live the DIY money lifestyle. I think you're on the right track, Caleb. Thanks so much for the question. We'll send you a $25 Amazon gift card, and all Caleb did was drop us an audio question through our email, podcast at DIYmoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is pretty darn simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.